Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co-host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is all about the TV shows we've been watching and loving lately as a family on our own and some that are just for Allegra. Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 28. Hey, Allegra. Hey. So we're talking about TV today because we've been watching a lot of it. Yeah, we have been watching so much TV. (laughs) Well, mostly in the evenings. I mean, we're not just like sitting around all day watching TV. But I do think it's kind of the media entertainment of choice in this house right now. Yeah, we're not watching. Well, the kids at least aren't watching a lot of movies. For our movie choices, we're choosing TV shows, marathons of TV shows. Right. So on Friday and Saturday nights, you guys take turns. Who gets to pick, quote, a movie? But like you said... Almost nobody's picking movies these days. You're just choosing a TV series to watch a few episodes of. And then you and dad and I tend to stay up and watch episodes of something. So I think most of our recommendations today would be good for all family watching or maybe tween age and up watching with adults. That's kind of the stage we're in, right? Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to kick us off? Well, so... We talked about Survivor um, in one of the very early episodes. We did a Survivor versus the Amazing Race. And actually, we've been watching Survivor as a family, like a weekly show we watch. Um, It's really good. And Reed and Violet are super into it. Yeah, what's funny, so if we think back a year to when the pandemic started is when we started watching the Amazing Race as a family. Violet was newly seven and um, we thought that the amazing race, uh, you're right. We did do an episode called survivor versus the amazing race. Cause we do love both shows. I will say for a seven year old, um, some of the, the interpersonal strategy stuff on survivor, I think would have just gone over her head. It's not that it would yeah. be super inappropriate. I think she just would have been bored by the, by the gameplay. That's more of like social and, um, psychological gameplay and amazing race is easy because they're just, it's just a race. Yeah. They're just doing challenges and um, it's relatively straightforward. Yeah. So it's interesting that a year later, so throughout the pandemic we watched, I don't know, what do you think? Like half a dozen seasons of the amazing race, like we yeah. kind of skipped around. Um, and then we have shifted to watching survivor as a family. Now dad and I have watched every season of survivor since it was out, but we've been going back and watching classic seasons. The good news about my bad memory is I don't remember who won so I can rewatch an old season and it's perfectly happy. But now my point is that now Violet gets super into that, that social gameplay. She really understands it better just a year later. Yeah. And so we do where I would like to choose it for my movie choice. Um, And so we, the kids have a separate season that we watch without mom and dad. And then on, um, Tuesdays when we watch as a family, we watch a different season. Yeah. So you guys are actually mid season of two different seasons. We actually just finished Kagayan. Um, okay. And so now today, tonight, which is my choice, we're going to start a new season. So I'll have to do some research on the best one. And where are we finding these? Is it Hulu now? No, uh, Hulu doesn't have it anymore. I think it's Paramount Plus, Oh, okay. which used to be CBS. Okay. Um, They just 
switched over and it just automatically switched. So if you had CBS, now you have Paramount Plus, I think. Okay. Good to know. And so that's where it is. I bet it's also on YouTube. They have. Yeah. And there are over 40. Well, no, there are exactly 40 seasons. So I think some of them are available on several different streaming platforms. Just maybe yeah, not all two of them. seasons are on Netflix. Okay. So um, Kagayan and Heroes versus Villains are both on Netflix. Those okay. are mid Survivor. Okay. Like 20, I think, or those in there. All right. What else? Um. So. You, me, and Dad have been watching The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, we love it. We are in season six, and we watch that on Wednesdays and sometimes on the weekends. Yes. I think we, we must have mentioned that in a Kid Literate episode at some point. Yeah, I um, think we have. So, yeah, we're still plugging away on The Office. And you and I have discovered the podcast Office Ladies, which is really yes. a fun episode by episode recap with jenna fisher and angela martin is that her character's name or her real name uh anyway angela kenzie is the one on the podcast angela martin is yeah they have this her character and her name are the same several of them their characters are the same name as them in real life so that is delightful i think we're late to the game for both of those like most people loved the office years ago and have discovered office ladies along you know last year so we're kind of getting on the bandwagon now, but it's delightful. Yeah. And so this is not a TV show. It's a documentary, the next one. Um, but we, I saw the trailer for The World's a Little Blurry, which is a documentary about Billie Eilish. And I convinced mom and dad to watch it with me. And we all really liked it. We watched it for two nights because it's long. Yeah. Um, it's on Apple TV Plus, and they were promoting it heavily, which is why we kept seeing <laughs> the yes. preview or the trailer kind of like playing before our eyes. I knew nothing about Billie Eilish except for one Saturday Night Live appearance, of, like, I don't know, last year sometime that dad and I were like, oh, okay. Um, so we were just totally not clued in to her. Did you know much about her before this documentary? I knew she was popular and I knew one of only one of her songs, Bad Guy. Um, I knew that because we had done like there was like a dance game and that was one of the songs that I. OK, um, it's mature. I think Common Sense Media yeah. says 14 plus you're almost 13. Um, there's language throughout. So if if you're not OK with language, then the whole I would take the whole thing off the table. But the rest of the mature content is relatively brief and I think would make for good conversations with I'm going to even say 12 and up like a mature 12 Uh and up but I see why they said 14 and up yeah however it's there is so much good about this like I almost feel like the mature content is is really worth it for the story that it's telling um mental health and substance stuff and her bond with her family and her relationship with her parents and her brother is so um, heartwarming and just portrayed really honestly. And it was not what I was expecting. And I, I, dad and I both loved it as parents of a teenager. We loved it. Yeah. It was really good. And yeah. it made me want to listen more to her music. Yeah. I made it definitely made me, I just knew very little about her. So I, I'm not going to say it changed my mind about her. I didn't have really anything in my mind about her, but that was great. So that's called the world's a little blurry and it's on Apple TV plus and it is for sure mature, but like I said, worth it. Mature. Mature yeah. and worth it. Um, okay. Well, I will mention 
I know I said in previous episodes that I was reading All Creatures Great and Small by James Harriet, and then I was looking forward to watching the PBS Masterpiece series um, by the same name. So I waited till I finished the book, and I actually thought that All Creatures Great and Small might be great for us to watch as a family because the book is so delightful and it's very funny, and they're all animal stories, right? He's a vet in kind of like yeah. the country in England, and and I would wake up in the morning and I would tell you guys some of the funny anecdotes from the book that were funny stories about animals. And we all love animals. Um, I'm really enjoying the series. Dad and I really like it, but it's not as heavy on the animal stories as the book is. So I actually think you guys would be a little bored. It's not inappropriate. It's perfectly wholesome in that very PBS British way. Um, but I think you'd find it a little boring. It's more about the people and the town Um, and it's, it's, it's just, it's delightful to watch, but it's not what I thought it was in terms of a family show. So, I mean, you guys, you Allegra and anybody's welcome to watch it with us. I just don't think you'd, I don't think it would capture you because it's a little slower and there's way fewer baby cows and baby horses than, than there are in the, um, in the book. Oh yeah. So these next two are ones that Reed and Violet have been watching that I don't personally enjoy, but they're really into. Um, so Reed's favorite show right now is Gravity Falls. It's a really smart animated show about like um, two kids and they go for the summer to live with their grand- great uncle and um, they just have fun adventures with like monsters and stuff like that. It's really hard to describe, but it's it's good. I've just see- it we're rewatching it and rewatching it and it's Boring. You're done. Common Sense yeah. Media says eight plus for Gravity Falls. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I'd say even a little younger, maybe seven. Yeah. Um, and they do love it. Rita and Violet love that one. Uh huh. So. It's funny. Okay. And what else? Um, the other show that they like is We Bear Bears, which I really don't like. It <laughs> is also animated. I just read about it on Common Sense Media. I didn't even really know what it was about, but I've just seen clips and not my thing. Um, it's about Three bears who are friends or brothers, one of the two, I don't know. Um, and they are trying to fit in in human society. Um, and it kind of plays off of how dependent humans are on technology. Oh, interesting. That's what I just read. So okay. that's what I know. And that about one's it. also, I think, seven plus or seven or eight. It, yeah, it says eight plus, but parents and kids both said seven plus and I would think even a little younger. Okay. Do you, do you happen to know offhand where those are gravity falls and we bear bears in like um, Netflix? gravity falls is on Disney plus and, uh, the, we bear bears is Netflix. Okay. All right. I had not heard of either of these. Uh, do you know, did dad find them for you? How did the kids um, even find them? Reed heard about gravity falls from his friends. Um, before we moved and we bear bears. I think they just started watching it when they saw it on Netflix. Okay. All right. Like they asked if they could watch it and we looked it up and said, sure. Okay. All right. What's next? Uh, so this is a show that me and dad have been watching that you do not watch. Um, it's called WandaVision. It is put out by Marvel, but it's not the typical superhero movie. It's a TV show. So it's not a movie and it's a sitcom. Marvel mm-hmm. Marvel TV show. Um, it is um, 
Common Sense Media says 11 plus, I think, 10 yeah. or 11. But I've, I've heard of people watching with nine and 10 year olds even. And I, I read some of the reviews and most of the reviews were, it's not that it's inappropriate for younger than 10, but it's a little confusing. Yeah, there's a lot of plot twists and confusing bits. I started watching on the third to last episode and that with dad and then went back and watched the rest. So I saw what happened towards the end and then went back and watched. Oh, interesting. It's like dad had been watching and I hadn't. And then I got to watch with him and then went back. Do you think if you had like a nine year old who was really into the Marvel universe and, and you know, sharp enough to follow the plot twists and turns, do you think it would work? I think if they were super into the typical Marvel things, they wouldn't like WandaVision. Oh, okay. So it's more of a departure. Yes, which is why I like it because the typical um, Marvel things that are like shooting and big action scenes are not my favorite type of movie. Mm -hmm. I like WandaVision because it's more... There is some of that still, um, but it's more realistic and at the same time super hero mm-hmm. magic and time travel right i don't think they time oh, travel okay no, i no was thinking travel. about how isn't every episode like from a different oh uh, yes television every episode okay but it's not they're not going back in time it just is that time period. i got it i got they it they're in that time period they are not going to that time period got it well, um yeah each episode takes place in a different time period sitcom mm-hmm. so the first is a 50s sitcom and then 60s and 70s and 80s. And that led you to watch some original Bewitched, right? Yeah. Um, I just watched the how they made WandaVision. Like Disney Plus usually puts out like the making of mm-hmm. all their new stuff. Um, and then they mentioned that one of the 60s episodes was um, done after Bewitched. That was actually one of my favorite episodes. Um, and so I wanted to start watching it. And so I just watched the first episode today. It was pretty good. That's fun. Um, well, let's talk about Nailed It, and then you can finish us out with your your tr- your one true love lately. Um, but Nailed It is has been a hit with all of you guys. All three of you still like Nailed It. And tell us about the new season. Yeah, so I think it's season five. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong about that. And tell everybody what Nailed It is in case they haven't yet encountered it. So Nailed It is a baking competition, but it's not where they get really good chefs. They get really bad bakers <laughs> and the best of the worst wins. So they make they have you create huge, like super fancy cakes that like most people would not try to make at home. Like it has beautiful sculptures and like out of like chocolate and stuff. Um, and then they make these not good bakers bake and see the best of the worst. Um, is it, is it the same is season five is the new season, like the same structure? Yeah. Just same more structure. Of the same. Uh-huh. Well, but I, I think, wait, there's not a new season yet. Sorry. I was confused on that. I just remembered okay. there will be a new season. And I think dad said there will be teams in this new season. It's oh. coming out. I think towards the end of this month. Oh, Okay. So when you, but you guys have been watching more Nailed It recently. Have you just been going back to a season? I don't you think we've seen? seen all episodes of the past seasons. Okay. So yeah, Violet watches during her iPad time, but even she hasn't seen all of them. So there's four seasons. I think a fifth season coming out 
very soon. I do like that host. I think she's, I've seen her uh, in other things and I think she's a really, I like her. That's all I'll say. That's about all I like about Nailed It, but it's Nailed It's really funny. I don't have to watch it. Okay. And that brings us to the West Wing, which is Allegra's obsession. favorite show. More than The Office, more than Parks and Rec, which we watched before, more than Friends when you were into Friends. Um, so you, dad and I actually rewatched all of the West Wing. Hmm. Start of COVID, I think. Or, I think we were all, we were already yeah. into it before COVID. So like yeah. a year and a half ago, say we worked our way through. Um, and then I don't, I don't even remember how you got going from the very beginning. I but. think one time, like it was before we started watching the office. Um, oh, they were about to come out with that play version of Hartsfield's Landing and you wanted to show me Mm -hmm. actual the real episode Mm -hmm. and then I watched the pilot and then started just watching on my own and I love it I love politics and learning about politics so Allegra wants to be the real life CJ Craig press secretary no I don't no not anymore nope that job seems really really hard um (laughs) I want to be the chief of staff that job would also be really really hard yes yeah but it's more inter. It would also be really, really hard, and that's not the only reason I don't want to be the press secretary. I don't know. I just want to work in the White House. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good goal. Um. And where do we watch West Wing anymore? Um. It is on HBO Max. Okay. And yeah. And then for for anybody who's never watched the West Wing, um, the first four seasons are written by Aaron Sorkin who has written many other things. People tend to love or really not like Aaron Sorkin, but if you're a fan, he did um, The Newsroom and Sports Night and a bunch of movies. And um, so the first four seasons are written by Aaron Sorkin and then Sorkin departed. And they had Along new- with um, Thomas Schlamme, who was an executive producer. Yeah. So then the, the seasons five, six, and seven are a little bit different, um, but still good. And so many great actors throughout the whole run. So it's a good one. Yeah. All right, Allegra. Well, I'm curious. I know our our normal standard format is to do what we're reading and we're going to do that today. But if anybody wants to send us an email with what you've been watching lately instead of what you're reading or what you're watching as well as what you're reading, we're just big TV fans. So we would love to know what you all are watching with your kids or what the kids are watching lately. Um, we're hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. And while we will always take your um, reading suggestions, it might be fun every once in a while to mix it up and hear what people are watching. What do you think, Allegra? Yeah, that's actually a great idea. Okay, well, let's talk today about what we're reading and then, of course, what you all are reading out there. So I can go first. I uh, finished Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and I am now reading Keep Sharp by Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Um, It is a book about brain health. He's a neurosurgeon and he's a a, um, medical journalist. He's been like the main guy on CNN for years and years. Um, And his area of study is memory and the brain. So it's, it's all about keeping your brain healthy at any age, but specifically, um, you know, older adults are trying to make sure that they prevent memory loss and dementia later on in life, which is, you know, decades away, hopefully for me, but it's, um, really interesting science about preventive, preventative brain health, taking care of your brain the same way we take care of our body and our heart and our, you know, 
all that. So that's Keep Sharp by Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And so I am actually not really reading anything right now. I'm in the middle of Sapiens, but I've kind of been taking a break. I've been watching a lot of TV shows at night with you and dad. I've been doing Duolingo, um, which we'll probably talk about at some point in another episode. So I am just going to tell you what I'm going to read soon. Um, This was a recommendation from Mormore. Um, This Tender Land by William Kent Kruger. And I'm going to read it once it gets on my Kindle. Okay. I have the actual book and I'm waiting for it. Now she refuses a real book, only wants a Kindle book. Um, You are obligated to read this because you often pass books along to Mormore that you want her to read because both of you really like history and historical fiction. And she always reads the books you recommend. So you have a moral obligation, a grandmotherly, a granddaughterly obligation to read this one. But she swears you're going to love it. So do you know what it's about? Um, I think it's about. Um, I think it's from a certain time period. And <laughs> so, no, <laughs> no, I, don't. Okay. <laughs> I think it's realistic. We not will report back. but I'm not sure. We'll report back on that. That's this tender land. Okay. And then we got a really nice email from Joyce who listens. Thank you, Joyce, for writing in. She is reading Rodham by Curtis Sittenfeld. I have heard so many people talk about this book. Um, Joyce says it's a fictional alternate version of Hillary Rodham Clinton's life if she hadn't married Bill Clinton. And she's really enjoying it. So that is on my list for this year. too. I think Joyce. I might want to read that, too. That sounds good. I'll read it first and see. Um, And then she says her five-year-old Max uh, and she are in the middle of a few series for their bedtime reading. The Magic Treehouse Merlin Missions and Ivy and Bean. He loves both of those. Um, And he also listens to audiobooks constantly and has recently enjoyed the Lighthouse Family series by Cynthia Ryland. Winterborn Home for Vengeance and Valor, which was a suggestion from Kelsey on the Girl Next Door podcast, who's a good friend of mine. She said that may be a little advanced for him. It's technically for middle grades, but he loved it. And then the entire Henry Huggins series by Beverly Cleary. Um, we also love all the Beverly Cleary audiobooks. And then she said, my three-year-old's current favorite picture books are Madeline and Seven Silly Eaters by Marianne Hoberman. I don't know that one. As well as, as, well as all of the pigeon books by Mo Willems. Those are so good. So good. Um, and so if you're a new listener... Every week we or every episode, we talk about what we're reading and what you are reading, one of you out there. And then we put all of those book suggestions as links in the show notes. So you can check out those books um, if anything sounds like it would be up your alley. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. Talk to you in two weeks. This was episode 28. All right. Talk to you soon. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks! Thanks!